Hi, and welcome to Freelance to Founder Shorts. I'm Preston Lee. I am Clay Mosley, and you've probably heard our in-depth coaching calls with everyday freelancers who want to scale their business. Now, we're helping even more freelancers each week with Freelance to Founder Shorts, five to 10-minute episodes focused on answering one question from a listener like you. To get your question answered, visit freelancetofounder.com slash ask. And now let's dive into today's question. Hey there, and welcome back to another Freelance to Founder short. On these short episodes, we answer questions from you guys, our listeners. We've loved seeing questions come in. You can visit freelance2founder.com slash ask. Just type a little question there right on the page. Super easy. We love hearing from you. Uh, Today, we are answering a question from Tristan Brewer. Tristan, thanks so much for writing in. Um, Shared a really cool story, kind of long, so I'm not going to read it on the air. But basically, um, Tristan is doing like is sort of involved in lots of things, including going on the road as a performer and different things, but also doing lots of work on Upwork. And um, then asks, let's see. Currently, I have possibly one of my biggest clients ever, and I don't know how to proceed because I'm having a bit of imposter syndrome. So we're familiar with that. Um, Although I know I can do it. So I love the confidence there. Tristan says, I travel a lot for work, et cetera, et cetera. I'd like to know if I should raise my rates again on Upwork and how much to charge for bigger money clients in order to not leave money on the table. And then says, I'm constantly researching other freelancers on the site, but the fact is there are so few that do what I do on the site and bring very di- and I bring a very distinct dynamic to any project. I want that to be acknowledged. So basically the question that I'm hearing, Clay, you can tell me if you're hearing the same thing, mm-hmm. is like, I feel like I can add value but I, but I'm in order to make this worth it and still be able to do the other stuff I do on the side, I, I need to raise my rates. Should I do that to not leave money on the table? That's the question. Am I, did I miss something? Seems pretty uh, accurate to me. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to be back in just a minute after this quick message from our sponsors. We're going to tackle Tristan's question. Hold on one second. We get people coming on the show all the time, and here's what they say. I know you guys preach the importance of hiring, but where do I even start in order to hire the right person? Well, here's your answer. Start with LinkedIn Jobs. I've used LinkedIn to hire members of my team, and here's why you should too. First of all, it's super fast. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Imagine this time tomorrow, you could be interviewing your next team member. Plus, LinkedIn isn't just a job board, it helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Over 70% of active LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not hiring on LinkedIn, you're really missing out. My favorite part, posting a job on LinkedIn is completely free. Like I said, I've done it myself and it took like 10 minutes. It didn't cost me a thing. And suddenly I had tons of qualified applicants to pick from. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash freelance. That's linkedin.com slash freelance to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, Clay Mosley from getdripify.com, the newly rebranded getdripify.com. Yeah. I should go check that out. It's a lot of fun. Uh, welcome, man. How are yeah. you? Good, good. I'm, I'm, I, I enjoy getting on these, these, the podcasts and these shorts. It's, uh, I don't know. It's a bit of a break. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's and it's fun to like hear it's from people, fun. and we love hearing that people are listening and that you're engaged and that you're building your businesses and you're just doing a great job out there. So if you want a question answered, we'd love to answer your question. Freelance to founder dot com slash ask. Super easy. Super fast. You can just leave as long or as short a question as you want. Tristan's question is, 
about raising rates. What's your gut reaction first on this question, Clay? Uh, he he did ask specifically for Upwork, right? Yeah, yeah, I did. He said he he does all of his um well, like most of his work on Upwork. Okay. I'm I so I just full transparency, I am not as experienced with Upwork as hmm. as probably Tristan um or anybody really listening on the show. I think I did in my entire career. I think I've done like two projects on Upwork or any hmm. freelancer website. So uh take my advice for what it's worth at this point <laughs> um <laughs> but when it comes to pricing i think pricing in general whether it's on upwork or or not um i think it all i think it all comes down to very simple econ 101 terms um it's just good old fashioned supply and demand in in my opinion mm. and i mean there's there's other variables and maybe you have some not maybe I know you you'll have some feedback here, um, some input, but you know it, it, if um, if you if the supply is when I say supply I mean as in your time is low and demand is high demand is in people knocking down your door uh, wanting to work with you specifically then that's that's a good indication to increase your fee. Um, so the only other scenario I can see like to increase the fee is because you just straight up want to uh, move into a different classification of the type of client and project that you're wanting to hmm. work with. So like, for example, if you're shopping for a car as a consumer, right? Um, if your budget's $10,000, there's a big difference in car that you can buy between a ten thousand dollar car versus if you were to increase your budget to a hundred thousand dollars, right? Like, yeah, it's, huge it's difference. A, yeah, it's so it's the same thing with projects. So like, if you increase your budget, like, it's not the project; it's the type of clientele. Hmm. So I don't know how accurate this is with Upwork, though, because I tend to think with sites like Upwork. You, I think by nature it is designed. Correct me if I'm wrong, because I know you you operate yeah. Um, yeah. solid gigs, and and I'm and I'm not knock, knocking up work at all. Um, I'm just saying, like in my opinion, this is just how I think it's designed. It's designed to get bids, like it's designed to get uh uh the lowest fee. Hmm. You know, like by nature. And I'm not saying that. Yeah, I would. I would say I would say that's definitely a factor. But I think over the last maybe. Five years or so, I think clients have shown up on Upwork who who recognize what you're saying, which is like, mm-hmm. if I want, you know, a, uh, I don't know, I don't know cars very well. If I want to, if I want a hundred thousand dollar car, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be able to just pay, you know, ten thousand dollars or whatever. So, mm-hmm. I, th- I think, you know, I think there's some, there's more awareness than maybe there used to be uh, around what freelancers deserve and and how much they can charge and things like that. But I, I would agree with that. I mean, I, so I'm just like comparing it to like someone who just goes on Upwork in general versus someone yeah. who who yeah. just reaches out to a development company, right? Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Upwork, yep. the, just They're the maybe platform. looking for something a little more affordable. Yeah, I think just... hiring the, like a $20,000 a month branding agency or something, right? Yeah, I mean, like the, pla- like the platform itself, I think is just by nature designed that way. And yeah. I, I get it. Like, yeah, in the last few years, it's it's 
drifted away from that, but it's still like yeah, I get what the you're core saying, yeah. is still there for sure. So sure. I don't know. That's my that's my take on pricing. I don't know. I don't like with with Upwork. It's kind of yeah. It's a little tricky. I think. Let me. I think I'd like to say this before I say anything more, and that is ninety nine percent of the time when I have someone ask me about their pricing, and their question is here. I'm going to read it directly from Tristan. Um, where to go? I would like to know if I should raise my rates again and how much to charge to not leave money on the table Mm -hmm. 99% of the time when I get a question like that should I raise my rates this person and Tristan if this is you I hope so because it's an easy fix this person a lot of times is just looking for an or like validation or like permission to raise their rates like you wouldn't be asking this question if you didn't have some sense of oh I could probably get away with charging more or that's very true you know what I mean? It's yeah. like it's like you're scared to because you don't want to lose clients or because you don't want to seem pretentious. I don't know. There's all these like emotions around raising your rates. Honestly, you have our permission. Like if it feels like it's maybe a good idea, raise your rates. You can always come back down, mm-hmm. right? If suddenly all your clients dry up and you get no work, well, then you made the wrong decision. <laughs> but But the odds that that happens are pretty low, I would say. And if it does happen, worst case scenario, let's play the worst case scenario game. If that does happen, you just bring it back down to where you were successful before. So I think, Tristan, you have our permission. Raise your rates. Um, that that being said, like I think you do have to look at what other people are charging um, for the same value that you're giving. Back to the car analogy, right? Just mm-hmm. because you charge 100 grand for a car, you have to then build a car that's worth that paycheck or that that price tag yeah and so you you have to then have an offering that's worth charging more for but i think i think you can work that out tristan so for me it's like yes you have permission but make sure that you your value lives up to your higher rates don't don't just raise your rates because you want more money raise your rates because you know you're valued at that amount you know you're worth it and my guess is you probably are like i'm looking at your upwork uh, profile right now you have a 99% job success you're a top rated plus freelancer you live in New York City uh, so native English um, you speak a few other languages you've done tons of jobs that I can see here in your work history so like I mean look you've done like you've done three over 300 jobs it says that's that's insane and I see tons of five star ratings here like you have a great profile you've clearly done some great work for people I think this is a permission question so I'm going to grant you permission Tristan and I say (laughs) raise those rates that's funny uh I think most people know exactly what they need to do yes with their business they just want permission yeah isn't it liberating when you when you finally like when you just stop waiting for permission. Mm, yes. I stopped doing that a long time ago. Yeah. I think that's when I felt most liberated in my business when I was just like, you know what? This is what we gotta do. Yep. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bother waiting for people to validate that. Uh people besides my customers. I like to get validation from my customers. Other than mm-hmm. that, it's like I know what the business needs and I'm gonna move it forward. Anything else, Clay? That's it, man. Tristan, we wish you the best of luck. We'd love to hear how it goes. Uh, you can just uh, visit freelance2founder.com slash ask and, uh, and hit us up again, even just to let us know how it went. You don't have to ask a new question, obviously, but 
Uh, and everyone else listening, we'd love to answer your questions too. As always, we'd love to hear from you. Clay Mosley from getdripify.com and I'm Preston Lee from Milo.co. We will catch you guys next time. See ya. Thanks for listening to this Freelance to Founders short. Subscribe in your favorite podcast player for more shorts and full-length coaching sessions each week. Freelance to Founder is a collaboration between Milo, Dripify, and the Podglomerate. Be sure to subscribe in your favorite podcast app by visiting freelancetofounder.com. And if you enjoyed this episode, tell us why by leaving a review. Until next time, thanks for listening. See ya. See ya.